Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Hello, I am Mike Paul, Interim CEO of Gusbourne, having been a non-exec director for over six years. Today, I'm joined by Catherine Berry, our CFO. We're currently recruiting for the CEO role and will provide an update in due course. I would like to say, after a few weeks in the role, I've been really impressed by the energy and dedication of the Gusbourne team. Our vision for Gusbourne is simple, to create England's finest and most celebrated wines. We do this through craftsmanship, respecting nature and uncompromising attention to detail. This has been our motivation and ambition since Gusbourne began back in 2004. Today I will talk through the key highlights from the first half of 2023 and provide a strategic update. Catherine will then run through the financial performance of the business. Then I will come back to note key conclusions and consider the outlook. Turning to the key highlights and strategy update. I'm pleased to report that Gusborne has made continued progress in the first half. It has been another period of momentum for the group with lots to be very proud of. Revenue growth was up 12% for the year on the back of a very strong year in 2021 and 2022 and against a more challenging market. We have been benefiting from the improvement in supply as more of our land has been planted and become productive. Global interest and demand in English fine wine continues to expand and Gusborne has taken advantage of that. Our gross margin improved materially by 840 basis points to 68.3%. This reflects strong pricing, product and distribution mix trends. We continue to monitor the relative price positioning of Gusborne to our global fine wine peer group very carefully and believe our wines offer excellent value for the quality of the product. A key step forward in the long-term growth of the group was the purchase of an additional 55 hectares of land in 2022. Our intent is to plant the majority of this land as well as planting on our site in West Sussex during 2024 and 2025, bringing our total planted area to approximately 152 hectares, significantly expanding the scale of production and future sales potential. Last week, we launched a new vintage of our luxury cuvee, 51 degrees north. This is a showcase for the brand and demonstrates a pinnacle of what can be achieved in English fine wine. We received fantastic critical acclaim for the first vintage of this wine last year, and it's now sold out. We have received significant interest from leading Michelin star restaurants and leading wine merchants and have been delighted by the support shown by our partners. Our international business had a challenging quarter one as the channel had excess inventory in two of our key markets. However, quarter two showed some improvement and this has been continued in quarter three. We now have distribution in 33 international markets and will continue to expand into new international markets as we continue to excite wine enthusiasts across the globe. As has been the case since our first product launch, Gusborne has again received a record number of awards, medals and trophies at international competitions during the first half of the year. These awards mean a lot to everyone at Gusborne and remain important in helping give customers the confidence to discover and try our wines for the first time. We have also now appointed Mary Bridges as our head winemaker. Mary had worked alongside Charlie Holland here at Gusborne for several years and is a fantastic and exciting winemaker. 
This has been a great example of succession planning. The English wine market remains highly dynamic and has continued to see significant growth in terms of supply and also in demand from UK consumers and international markets. This is an exciting time for English wines, with brands like Gusborne at the forefront of the creation of a fine wine market and putting the UK on the global stage. Sales of UK wine in the UK market were over 8 million bottles, with a split of 68% sparkling wine and 32% still. Data from WineGB, the industry body for the English wine trade, reports production has increased by 130% over the last five years, with Chardonnay, Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier the most significant varietals. Sparkling wines account for approximately 70% of total production and still wines 30%. UK fine wines have a growing presence in the export markets. Key export markets for the industry are Norway, USA, Sweden, Japan and Hong Kong. Gusborne has a developing presence in all of these markets and we see significant growth potential ahead. The group's growth strategy is based on three strategic pillars. Maintain and further develop Gusborne's luxury brand status, ensuring that the group's premium quality and market positioning of its products is maintained through our product portfolio, distribution choices and pricing strategy. Second, support the continuing strong growth in DTC sales with online sales and marketing investment and offline with planned further investment in Gusborne's cellar door operations. These operations enable us to meet our customers in person and provide an immersive brand experience, thus creating a more direct relationship with our consumers. And lastly, invest in the continued growth of UK trade and international sales as part of our ongoing growth strategy. Underpinning everything that we are doing is growing our supply of wine. Since our first vines were planted in 2003, Gusborne has steadily increased its land under vine, with a step change in our total land in the period 2012 to 2015. Post the acquisition of a further 55 hectares of land in Kent last year, we have achieved another step change. By 2025, the group will have approximately 152 hectares of vines planted across Kent and West Sussex. As this new land comes on stream, our annual production capacity will significantly increase and relieve the supply shortage that Gusborne currently faces. Some of this new land will be used to expand our still wine range and supply. One of the benefits of still wine is that it becomes available to sell in a shorter time than our sparkling wine and reduces working capital requirement. Typically for our sparkling wine, once we have planted the new land, it takes three to four years to become productive. And then we mature the wines in our cellar for another two to three years before making the wine available to sell. For still wine, it's one to two years less. At Gusborne, we have a long track record of product innovation and evolution in our portfolio of fine wine. We have brought nine new products to market so far this year. Our portfolio construction fundamentally reflects the wines that we can produce against our quality standards. We have used the evolution of the range to drive positive price mix and to open new distribution channels. On the slide here, you can see a number of high profile and important new product launches within our portfolio. I've already mentioned 51 degrees north, but as important as our rosé launched in the spring, presented in modern and stylish packaging, 
This wine has been designed to compete with the fast-growing premium still rosé category. Our single vineyard range, which was launched in June, is a natural evolution to the maturing of our vineyards and our nuanced understanding of each site that we farm. These wines will sit at a higher price point, in line with their international peer group, and will enhance our price and mix. Gusborne has a well-established capability to increase our pricing over time. As you can see on this slide, we have shown the RRP of our core brute reserve pricing since 2014. We have consistently commanded a premium over similar products from our competitors. A key part of our commercial strategy is to introduce new products that stretch our pricing architecture upwards. Several new products have been launched during the period, further consolidating our strategy, including the new vintage of 51 degrees north and some single vineyard wines exclusive to our DTC channel. Gusborne is one of England's most decorated wine brands. Once again in 2023, we won a record number of medals, awards and trophies in international competition, a total of 35 medals. These awards reflect the dedication to quality that we have in the vineyards and the cellar. They also represent an important element of brand awareness and customer acquisition. I'm particularly proud that the 2018 Gusborne Blanc de Blanc won Best in Show at the recent Decanter Awards, beating some fantastic wines. The group saw solid growth across all UK trade and DTC, with demand continuing to outstrip supply with many of our wines selling out on a regular basis. The growth rates delivered in 2023 come off the back of very strong growth in 2021 and 2022. UK trade saw healthy growth reflecting the ongoing emergence of English fine wine. Our DTC channel includes e-commerce and cellar activities. E-commerce traffic was up 16%, and we have seen 42% increase in first-time customers to the website. Cellar door visitors were up 14% compared to 2022, with spend per visit up 34%. One of our growth strategies is to convert visitors to our membership programme. At the end of 2022, we had significantly grown our membership, and we significantly refreshed the programme in 2023. International sales were down 7% with a soft quarter one due to excess inventory in the channel in two large markets due to phasing issues. Performance was healthier in quarter two and inventory levels are again in balance. We have distribution in 33 markets, including the US, the Nordics and Japan. Our online operation is a key part of our strategy to better understand our customers and build a direct relationship with them. We continue to invest in digital marketing to increase reach and engagement. We had 47% more user sessions and a 10% increase in our database in the period. Online revenues increased by 26% and we expect to see further momentum with our online DTC business in the year ahead, driven by the development of new content, enhanced digital development and the release of new and exclusive products. A key part of the brand experience is the Nest, our cellar door operation in Kent. You can see a picture of the Nest on the slide here. Over the last year, we have undertaken several refurbishment projects to increase our capacity for tasting events at the Nest, and we've seen a 14% increase in visitors during the first half. Visitors have experienced pop-up events with Michelin star chefs, and we have an exciting programme of events planned for the rest of the year. 
On average, we sell 1.2 bottles to every visitor to the nest, and we've seen a 6% increase in the average price per bottle purchased, with visitors taking advantage of access to exclusive products at the nest. Turning to UK distribution, we have further invested in our sales team during the period by adding to our corporate team. Gusborne is represented in many fantastic accounts, some of which you can see on the slide here. Recent accounts include the Pride of Britain Hotel Group, Edwardian Hotels and Champneys Health Resorts. We've added one Mayfair to our portfolio and we will be represented in the new raffles at the Old War Office. We continue to build our momentum with Waitrose and have launched our exclusive release Rosé across selected stores. We are very well balanced between key accounts, premium accounts and core accounts. International distribution remains a huge opportunity for Gusborne. We have just scratched the surface so far with some great early progress. Our core growth priorities are the US, Scandinavia and Asia all of which are top five export markets for English wine. We now have distribution in 33 markets internationally, and the market opportunity remains constrained only by supply. We will continue to nurture this growth engine for Gusborne. We have a multi-pronged strategy for growth in international. Firstly, leveraging distribution relations, such as in the US, which is opening up the exciting Caribbean market building further depth in existing markets, such as Norway, with additional listings with the monopoly, and focusing on international cities with recent successes in Brussels and Istanbul. I'll now hand over to Cathy to talk through the numbers before I come back to make some concluding remarks. Thank you, Mike. I'm Catherine Berry, the CFO of Gusborne. It's been a very busy year so far, and I've been really proud of all the achievements of a Gusborne team. As Mike mentioned, I'm going to run through the key financials. Gusborne's story continues to be one of growth, both in terms of revenue and gross margin, and therefore improved EBITDA losses. As you can see on the slide here, we have double-digit revenue growth over the last few years. The two-year compound annual growth is at 53%, with a five-year CAGR at 51%. UK wine sales grew by 24% to 2.3 million, from half one 2022, where it was at 1.9 million. UK trade wine sales are up 25% to 1.7 million from 1.4 million in H1 2022, with more key partnerships established with prestigious hotels and restaurant groups. Direct to consumer, which includes bottle sales from our cellar door operation, The Nest, and sales from our website, are up 21% to 650,000 compared to half one 2022. Gusborne's ongoing success in international markets generally involves large orders, the timing of which can distort short-term sales trends, as they have in half one, which led to a 7% decline in half one 2023 compared to half one 2022. Sales are expected to grow in half two as trade phasing normalises, with full-year revenue expected to provide double-digit growth. The next slide shows our simplified P&L. The full P&L is available on our website. Net revenue is the same as shown on my previous slide, 3.6 million of revenue with a 12% increase versus the six months to June 2022. The improvement in our gross profit was very pleasing. We improved our gross margin by 840 basis points to 68%. This significant improvement was driven in large part by product and channel mix and pricing actions we've taken. 
On the key cost lines, total admin expenses have increased due to cost inflation. This increase was expected and therefore forecast. We practice tight cost control and going forward, we expect these expenses to be a decreasing percentage of net revenue sales. Selling costs remain a key discretionary line item for Gusborne. We continue to invest behind the brand and build out our distribution. Sales and marketing costs as a percentage of net revenue has continued to decline in recent years and represented 56% of net revenue for the first half of 2023, down from 60% in the first half of 2022. These costs include a significant element of discretionary spending to support the brand and future sales. It's expected that sales and marketing costs will continue to decline as a percentage of net revenue over the coming years. The result of our strong revenue growth, significantly improved gross margin and cost leverage has continued to help to reduce our adjusted EBITDA loss for the first six months of 2022. This slide shows the key movements in our cash flow. Going from left to right after EBITDA, the key items are the working capital outflow, the bulk of which relates to investment in inventory, which is funded on an ongoing basis by our long-term revolving credit facility. The capital expenditure, which relates to investment in the nest. The net debt increase, which is funded by PNC. This 16.5 million credit facility runs to 2027, and we're pleased to note that PNC has remained a very supportive long-term partner of the group. And now onto the balance sheet. The key items to highlight on the balance sheet are Fixed assets increased as we invested in two additional visitors' rooms, the cellar and the winemaker's library at the nest. Inventory increased by over 2.5 million, with the 2023 harvest looking to be a record-breaking year. Our new head winemaker, Mary Bridges, is currently enjoying managing the harvest process with John Pollard, our COO. They are confident this year is looking excellent for sparkling wine production. These investments were funded in part by increasing our debt utilisation under the agreement with PNC. Turning to the outlook, we anticipate the following. Double-digit revenue growth of around 20%. Net revenue growth is expected to be stronger than in half one, but is dependent on export order timings and the headwinds in the wider economy. Gasborn continues to practice tight cost discipline in all its operations and anticipates further reducing EBITDA losses, moving closer towards break-even. There is no further significant capex plans for half two. That concludes my section. Now I'll hand back to Mike for his concluding comments. Thank you, Cathy. So in summary, 2023 has so far seen the positive momentum continue for Gusborne. We've delivered a very solid growth in revenue against a challenging market. We have significantly improved our gross margin. We have narrowed our adjusted EBITDA loss. We have signed up key trade accounts, launched our corporate sales strategy and consolidated our position in international markets. We have been recognised with a record number of awards and further enhanced our product portfolio with the launch of the English wine sector's most premium sparkling wine. It's been a busy half year indeed. And we are not going to be resting on our laurels. We plan to further enhance our distribution and product portfolio, which will see us deliver further growth in revenues and move closer to EBITDA break-even with increased scale and margin improvement. Thank you very much for listening, and we look forward to providing an update with our full year results in the spring of next year. PO World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. 
PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.